What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest, most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about whether or not I think network marketing is a good business in 2022 or not. This is, of course, just my opinion. I will be telling you about my experience with network marketing in the past, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to be going off of personal experience today, and uh, there's going to be a couple lessons to learn. So whether you're debating getting into network marketing, you've been in it or you're just a listener that wants to hear what I have to say you're going to get some value out of today now at the time this episode will be coming out I will actually be in Europe at this time for the the first time in my life going through Italy Switzerland Belgium and France so if you'd like to check that out I'm also going to Tomorrowland in Brussels it's a three-day EDM festival so if you'd like to see some of that go check out my story at social bamboo underscore hopefully I'm not posting too much but I'm sure uh, I'll I'll be showing uh, some of the highlights so uh, yeah if you want a little uh, insight into my life what I got going on then uh now is a good time to see it because otherwise I'm usually just in my bedroom <laughs> uh, like I am right now. It is a couple weeks in advance and I'm re- batch recording some episodes before I go. And uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about network marketing. So let's get into it. Now, the reason for this episode, apart to just uh, talk about my opinion on uh, network marketing for those of you who are considering getting into it or maybe you've been into it for a while and you're you're looking at different business opportunities. I also want to come out with this episode uh, for just talking about knowing how to to know when is a good time to give up on opportunities and when is the time to never give up on opportunities. Because in the first option there where you give up, it's, it's actually not giving up. It's more so pivoting onto new ideas. And I'd like to talk about uh, just the concept of being okay pivoting and knowing that that's not the same as giving up. Uh, There's such a never give up philosophy in life. And believe me, I am one to uh, be totally bought into that philosophy. I have so many stories that uh, exemplify why it's such an important trait to have, uh, to, to have that determination. But there are certain times where you're in an opportunity where considering the other things that you could be doing with your time might be a good idea. Hopefully that's not too much of a spoiler for this episode, but I will be talking about situations where network marketing is maybe something you should stick with. So don't worry, I'm not going to just be, you know, bashing on it the whole time. So let's go into just uh, my general thoughts on the network marketing business model of word of mouth advertising. They don't do major like magazine ads, TV ads. They usually don't do Facebook or Instagram ads. They have a bunch of independent representatives that do have quite a bit of uh, you know, availability for what kind of marketing they can do. Some of them, like uh, Herbalife, they even let them open up their own stores and sell product out of that. So a lot of these uh, companies do allow the independent distributors to do their own marketing. However, they also allow their distributors to do the marketing for them. So it makes it so the opportunity in some of these situations is not the most lucrative. I've actually met very few people in any kind of MLMs that have made good money, although I, I will be talking about those that that have. Backtracking a little bit, I apologize there's not a lot of like format to this episode, but I will get off all the you know the points that I want to make eventually. Uh, my background, I sold Cutco, which it 
uh, to a lot of people's knowledge is network marketing and it's actually not it's direct sales uh, you only get paid off of the product that you sell if i were to recruit someone else to sell cutco like under me like that's that's not even a thing there's no under me i would make zero money i'd make zero incentive for referring a friend to the job even though they did like to ask people to refer friends to the job there wasn't any incentive apart from hey just refer some friends that you think would like to work here all i did was go around and i'd sell the product and i'd do it at like home and garden shows and things like that but it's not like a recruiting business however because i did that for seven and a half years and i had over 3300 customers and i did this between the years 2012 and 2019 uh, this is a golden age of network marketing. I met every network marketer under the sun. And when they see this kid that comes in their doors, that's hustling and uh, is in sales, they're like, oh my God, this is our next recruit. Like every single one of them tries to recruit you. And it happened to all my friends. And for the first couple of years in the business, you really just like hear everyone out. You're like, all right, what are you selling? Like oils or you're selling uh uh like shampoo like oh you sell everything oh cool like you're you guys sell everything <laughs> like that's so many of them they just sell like every product oh yeah trash bags we sell every product that's what we do here at Arbon. um and uh and they'd all try to recruit me and it would sound great and they'd have like all these reasons about why the knives weren't good to do and and blah 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 and then at the end of it they would spend seven hundred dollars on my knives and uh, either I'd spend $0 on their product because they had no idea how to close because their sales training was horrible, or they would maybe get me on like a $60 membership or something like that, or they'd just give me a bunch of free samples and think that was going to do something. They're like, here's like eight free samples of our bar that's like not as good as the ones at the store. Let me know if you want two-week shipping on that or not. <laughs> like it's just it's I'm, I'm gonna do a lot of like random examples like that that kind of just exemplify my point here of like what's really going through the buyer's mind of like it's not making a lot of sense a lot of times to buy these products even though it's like oh it's helping you out so it's because you're selling to your friends it has that pull of getting some like pity sales right like oh well it's my friend and i feel like i should support them even though it's 80 bucks more than what i was wanting to spend on that particular item and that's just not sustainable even if you can get your friends to do that temporarily because if they really don't want to be buying it but they continue to do it because they're your friend that's just going to build some resentment for you um and if it never surfaces that's an amazing friend but uh it, it, it may right that they're like all right i don't want to give you 120 a month anymore for like the worst protein i've ever had uh i i would rather get this stuff from the store for 30 bucks it's like honestly probably a lot better and they're like, that's just the thing with the products. All right. The MLM products. Like I was selling Cutco, which is like as good as knives get. There's other knife companies that are extremely good. Um, but at the end of the day, like Cutco knives are pretty much just as good as like all the other like top quality knives. I, I really do think better, but they have this warranty that just makes it like a no brainer purchase compared to other stuff. So the, the whole reason I was able to sell Cutco is because like people would buy Cutco with no pitch. Like they go online and buy it when it's like something like doTERRA 
people would way rather buy the oils from like most other locations. They're just buying it to like help you out, but you're not selling it out of convenience. And is your oil like just way better than every other oil in the world? Like I'm sure you got the studies that say so and it's therapeutic grade and the other stuff uh, is actually not FDA approved. You can't digest it according to the FDA. I know your pitch. I know every one of your pitches and none of them like just because you give a shit about it, if it's not working on people, you don't have a good pitch, <laughs> all right? Just because you're convinced of whatever, like if it doesn't con convince the average person, you're not pitching something with a very strong sales point. And what a lot of these companies do is like, especially when they have this huge catalog, is they're like, we have shampoo that's like, you know, the 28th best in the world and 93rd best pricing. <laughs> like it's just, it's never number one. And like we got paper towels, they're like, uh, you know, they're more expensive than Bounty and they're not as good a and the shipping takes two weeks and uh, you do have to have a membership to get a good deal on it and you're going to want your order to be over a hundred bucks to get free shipping. But yeah, we got paper towels. That's what your pitch is. You're just like, it's just the whole pitch, the whole reason why network marketing ever worked is because of the recruiting factor. And then the people would just be like, just buy the product so we can support our own company, right? So when the network marketing, like the recruiting aspect was was good and people didn't know what the hell you were inviting them to, hey, I got this new business idea that I wanna get your opinion on. Can you come check it out? It's this meeting with all these people. It's World Ventures and we get to travel in $69 cruises and uh, and it's 150 bucks a year and, and you get three friends to sign up and that goes away. And it's just like, it doesn't matter what MLM you start. It doesn't even matter anything about them at this point. If it's an MLM, it's an MLM. If they've gone to an Arbonne meeting, they've gone to a World Ventures. If they've gone to World Ventures, they've gone to doTERRA. They, it, yours is not any different. And this belief is what's really keeping a lot of people in this opportunity way longer than they should when if it's just coming down to, okay, regardless of if your opportunity is working or not, would those same amount of hours applied to something else do more for you? That answer is almost always going to be yes, all right? How much would you say the average person actually gives a about your MLM business, about when you try to recruit them? How much of them know what you're going to pitch them? They're already skeptical. It's a pain in the ass to even get them to meet up in the first place. It's a pain in the ass to get them to pay any kind of attention to you. And then when they sign up, they are barely committed. They get a couple sales to their family and friends. They ultimately don't do anything. They never get you another downline, except you waste hours trying to get them into caring about something that they don't care about and to get them to get other people to care about something that they don't care about that they've all seen before that's been going on for the last couple of decades and there's been a bunch of pyramid schemes within that not all mlms are pyramid schemes most aren't at all there's nothing to do with this being a scam or a scheme all right like it's absolutely not a scam it's just it's shitty offer <laughs> it's just like a really bad price on bad products with bad delivery and low convenience and it's just like yeah but they're my friends like that's not sustainable so unless you really have the best product of its kind not just oh yeah one of our like our shampoo is like pretty good like our charcoal face mask like it's pretty good like i like it i use it oh our our uh our strawberry protein bars I love them. Yeah, I eat them every day. They're three eighty-five a bar, but I love them, and they're fifteen grams of sugar. They're great. 
like you don't have any product that beats any other products. So why would I buy it at lower convenience at more cost? And then I have to deal with your ass blowing me up every couple months to ask if I'm ready to reorder. You're not actually solving problems with how you're selling products. You just have a side hustle. And I commend you on that because side hustles are so much easier to start when the product is already taken care of. When you start your own company and you have to invent the offer, the product, the service, whatever it is, that is one of the hardest parts before you get that right. And even if you do proper marketing to a bad offer, it won't work. So it takes so long before you get the combination of both going. When you go into a company that already has an established product, when you go into selling something and you already know like, hey, if I don't get a sale, it's it's my fault, right? Like it's obviously not the product. People sell millions of it. It's obviously my fault. Then you can at least take responsibility, get better at sales, and it's a lot easier to to develop your sales skills without also having to develop your offer development skills at the same time. Uh, it's just is a much harder game to play with that many moving parts. So you've done the right thing as far as like choose a company that you're confident in, that you believe in the commission structure, that you believe in the leadership, and um, and you believe in the product, uh, but do you really believe in the product or have you really been just kind of like telling yourself you're selling the greatest thing when it's really not? Okay. Like let's say you were selling like uh, some kind of like supplements. Okay. So a lot of these supplement companies that are MLM will have some kind of random supplement that maybe is not like available in stores much. Uh, And then they appear in stores later if they actually get popular. So one of them was ashwagandha. Uh, I think it was, I think this might've been Organogold that had ashwagandha in their coffee. They have something in there. I think it's that though. And, and like, that was the whole pitch, right? It was like, all right, it's, it's inconvenient to buy from my friend. In this case, I have to get it shipped. It's really way more expensive than I want. Organogold tastes disgusting. All of it tastes disgusting. Organogold. Okay, the mocha is okay. But otherwise, it tastes disgusting, okay? If you're with the Organogold, like you're lying to yourself if you think that is good coffee. But the one thing is like, yeah, but it's got ashwagandha and the Mayans used it so it was like oh okay okay I'll, I'll deal with all the other bullshit like that's the only way that some of those like actually worked a little bit longer than than the other ones you had some kind of unique value point um otherwise if you don't have a unique value point if you really are just selling like dryer sheets that aren't better than other dryer sheets and uh protein blender bottles and towels and uh, dishes and uh, pots and pans that are just mid-grade, just mid-grade, mid, 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 mid across the board, even upper mid, upper mid. If you don't have the, the number one product in any product category, you're not in a very good business opportunity, uh, in my opinion. I think you could always make more money even if you just sell one product that is the best of its kind rather than I sell 900 different products that are all mid-grade that I make three to eight dollars profit on each and the customer pays a stupid deal and I it's just not even a good win-win and you're just like well never give up right I know you've got friends in the business I know your upline believes in you I know your downlines you'd be letting them down literally but uh you know think about if I were to apply myself to something else, um, here's, a, here's a business opportunity for you that does not involve you creating another product. Sell expensive things that people were going to buy no matter what. This is a, one of my 
easiest ways to get rich I've seen out there. Sell expensive things that people were going to buy no matter what. Like cars, for instance. Like even if you're a terrible car salesman, like if you just sit there on the lot all day, like you're going to get a sale like even if you have no sales skills just from someone needing to buy it and it's expensive and you get good, good commission. Can you still improve your skills and get better and better and close more of those sales? Absolutely, but you're going to get sales no matter what. I've got some friends that sell AC and heater units and they say, oh yeah, it's just all relationship building. But I mean, what are they going to do? Not buy an AC if their house breaks down in the middle of summer in Miami? What are they going to do? Not replace their heater if they're, if it breaks down in the middle of winter in Colorado? They're just selling expensive things that they get a high commission on that people were going to buy no matter what. If you applied half the amount of time that you're applying to your MLM to a business opportunity like that, you'd instantly be making more money. I know that, oh, there's people in my company that made this. Are they still making that? Because every MLM person that ever tried to buy Cutco from me, here's how the, here's how the demo would go. I loved selling to them until uh, a couple hours after the appointment. This was what happened every time I tried to sell to an MLM person. They'd be trying to recruit me, right? So they're telling me how much money they make at the beginning of my sales appointment. So they're like, oh, you sell Cutco? Oh, well, you should sell Arbon because, you know, you can make like 4000 a week. Like, I, you know, I'm making really good money right now doing it and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. So anyways, like go back to cutting this. Uh, and like I would just after a while, I already knew like uh, I'm not switching opportunities because every year I come back, you're doing a different business and I'm doing the same one. So there's only so much I can believe what you're saying. And, you know, but at the beginning, I'd fancy them and I, I really was like, maybe I should try it. Uh, but they would tell me how much money they make. Then uh, eventually they'd be like, all right, well, I really want your knives. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so how much are they? And then I'd be like, it's this much. And it's like, oh, it's like $700 and you can split it over five payments of 140. And uh, it's like, okay, well, say yes to five payments of 140 if you make so much money with your MLM. And now they're in a position where they pretty much always had to. And then I'd get home and I'd ring it in and their card would decline. Literally like every card decline I got from like 2012 to 2015 was just MLM reps telling me how much money they make at the beginning of the Cutco appointment. Thus, they can't say no. And then their card would decline. And then it, I would maybe get to sale or not. And I met a couple uh, that were making a lot and they were very high up and they were just early. That's literally all it is, just early, okay? How do you be good at Amazon FBA? Do you be a good marketer? Do you be great at product sourcing? Are you someone who's great at running PPC? Or were you just early? You were early. That's what someone good at Amazon FBA is. If you make a lot of money in crypto, are you a brilliant trader? Are you a genius at spotting brilliant like these amazing companies before they come to fruition no because if you have ever looked at any crypto project they're all horseshit okay go to my how to crypto channel and i just tear them apart none of them are actual companies they just have billions of you know accessible uh funds <laughs> so um yeah like anyways not to get off track um uh, but i totally did and uh yeah you get my point are you doing the best business opportunity is, is the actual question. Not, hey, can, any, can it work? Of course it can. Uh, of course it can work. But if you really were to divert the effort you're putting in to that into something else, 
Could you get more money? Because that's not giving up at all. That's just pivoting. You're like, oh yeah, I found a more lucrative business opportunity. That's just being smart. That's just being smart for uh, taking a different job opportunity. That would be like being a, a salary worker for some company and they're paying you 42K a year and this other company is offering you 65K and you're like, never quit, baby. I never quit. And they're like, yeah, you're not quitting working. You're just working here instead for 50% more pay. And you're like, I don't quit. You're you're not understanding what the phrase never quit means. But uh, you can listen to other podcast episodes of mine. I am all about never quitting uh, on goals that are important and opportunities that are legit uh, on a mission that you should be on. For my network marketers, uh, I really do hope you really look your opportunity in the face and say, is this actually a good deal on products or is this just kind of like uh, people make money and I'm trying to make money and I don't want to quit and I don't know what else to do? Like you'll figure it out. OK, so if you want to know what else to do, uh, get my course, how to build and monetize a following in 90 days or less. You will have to come up with your own business idea for this to be relevant. But if you'd like to quick launch a new business uh, that is maybe an idea you've had. If you want to start an art business, you want to start your clothing store, you want to start any kind of business uh, with an original idea, this is the way to go. How to build and monetize the following 90 days or less. Get that course for free. Uh, only the first thousand people get it for free. So just a couple hundred left at the time of this recording, but go get that now. And hopefully that will put you off on the right track. Otherwise, you're going to figure it out and uh, connect with me on Instagram if I can be of any service to you at all. I really just care that you figure it out. I'm not trying to like harp on what you do, uh, but uh, come on. <laughs> you can beat network marketing. It's just not the time anymore, guys. It's just not the time. You can do better. You deserve better. And uh, you probably can do better unless you're making a lot of money. Uh, then, of course, then that's going to be a different situation. If you're making a lot of money, then you, I don't even know why you're on this video. Hey, if you're on this video and you're in network marketing, it's probably because you, you were considering if there are some other opportunities. And in my opinion, there probably is. So thanks so much for watching. Subscribe if you got some value. And I'll talk to you next time.